It was. I had a very interesting Sunday, Sean. It wasn't because of the Texans losing another game they were in in the fourth quarter. It was uh, Mattress Mac had the people who spent $10 million on furniture to be part of his promotion that if the Astros won, they got it free, free, free. So he had at his store out on I-45, all the people, he called it winning all customers to come out. And he brought in four Astros pitchers, uh, Christian Javier, Rafael Montero, uh, Luis Garcia, and Hector Neris to come out. And so the fans could get their money in cash and, um, and get their picture with the Astros and every inch of the store. It's a hundred thousand foot showroom was just packed with fans. And I saw, I'm thinking, okay, all these people took part in that promotion, spend at least $3,000 and get it free, free, free. If the Astros win, they did. And instead of just mailing them a check, Mac wanted to do something special. And the highlight of the night when people had been very patient here he comes with a wheelbarrow with $10 million. He couldn't wheel it by himself, so Hector Neris went out, took one one arm of the wheelbarrow. Mac had the other one, and they pushed it in through the fans. And I'm thinking, $10 million, how tempting would it be just to reach out a hand and grab one little, one little bundle of hundreds? And it was it was amazing. You talk about... It reminded me of P.T. Barnum, mm-hmm. and the fans ate it up. They clapped. They clapped for the Astros. Montero, by the way, said he's taking a physical today, and he will sign that three-year, $30.5 million contract on Tuesday. And all the players talked about what it's been like for them since the end of the World Series. They're still celebrating, and uh, the uh, – uh, all of them talked about how happy they were that Dusty Baker's back. And they talked about things like trying to repeat his champions. And, of course, they talked about Mattress Mac. So I have a column up on on uh, gallerysports.com about the event, the night, and uh, about what the Astros players said, especially about trying to repeat his champions, which they know how hard it is. But when you think about it, Sean, even if they don't bring back Verlander, still have six legitimate starters. Now that Montero's back, all the bullpen, best bullpen in baseball, 2.80, ERA 0.83 in the playoffs, they're back. And we know that uh, Jim Crane's going to bring in a couple of more bats. So even if they don't become the first to repeat since the Yankees did it three years in a row in 98, 99, 2000, they've got a damn good chance to do it. Yeah, it's it's. I'm looking at the pictures right now, John, from that event. I'm looking at the four pitchers. Mac, in this picture I'm looking at, looks like he's mimicking a baseball swing or something. And the four of them are looking at him with the most quizzical looks on their faces. Like, and who is this guy? Um, the the scene of Mac wheeling the money out in Vegas. You know, our our friend John Lopez went on the flight with Mac to Vegas to get that money. Um was it's a remarkable visual there's there's no better salesperson no better promo guy than mac i mean he he knew exactly what he was doing so that 10 million in cash that he was taking out in a wheelbarrow from caesars in vegas is the 10 million that he then turned around and gave it in various size bundles to the 
customers who bought their furniture. Is that right? That's right. And I thought, it, you know, he won 75 and he had the others wired to him from Iowa yeah. where he went to a reservation because people wouldn't take his pets. Then he went <laughs> to Louisiana for another one. And I thought it was really interesting. Lopez talked to us about it because he couldn't write it all in the column, which is fascinating. It's on gallerysports.com. Is, and, and I've been to Vegas a lot. But I've never, of course, been behind the scenes. And what you do when you're picking up $10 million in cash, machine guards with with AK-47s and, and windowless rooms, and Mac went walked through and fans are yelling at him, hey, Mac, give me some of your money. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Mattress Mac. And I'm wondering, what in the world does he do for an encore? I know he's got something planned for the World Cup he's going to disclose, but um, I'm guessing he'll do the same thing with Astros, but he's sure not going to get the odds that he got this year. Well, reportedly, he took a, a million and a half of it and turned around and bet it on the Cougs to win the uh to win the oh, he did. Four. That's right. Yeah, the Cougars basketball team. That seems like a pretty good bet, considering how good they are. Well, it's not not just that, John. The Final Four is here in Houston. I mean, think about think about that again for Mac and his platform. <laughs> you know that one of the biggest sporting events is the Final Four, and he, especially if the Cougs actually make it that far. He, like he was in the World Series, is going to be a central figure in all this. I don't think it's an exaggeration, John, to say that if you were putting a power ranking together of prominent figures, either with the teams or running the teams or surrounding the teams in this World Series that were that were on that celebrity stage, that were on that big platform, I, I don't think you get past the top 10 before you get to Mac. And I'm including players, coaches, and owners in all this. I Like... It's he was a huge biggest story was Dusty Baker. Next biggest story is probably any of the 2017 Astros that have been getting skewered for um, for uh, the sign stealing back in 2017. I think probably James Click is a story as well as that's unfolded over the last week. There's probably a Philly guy or two that I'm missing in all this. Maybe Rob Thompson, the manager of the Phillies, was a big story because he took over partway through the season as an interim. And then maybe a Philly player or two, Schwarber, Harper, whatever. I mean, Mattress Mac's right there with all those guys as far as being a central figure in this World Series. It was interesting. The players were asked, and I think Lopez is writing about this for Tuesday, about what happened to him with the fans in Philadelphia. It may help motivate him because they saw what was happening to him. Hector Neris said he loves the team, and he said, I would never do what he does, meaning – bet 10 million but he said god bless it you know they love having around mattress mac and you're right about the final four remember he won 15 million dollars on kansas winning the he did. ncaa tournament last year wouldn't it be something if he won two in a row mm-hmm. you know i never thought when the when the phillies won the first game here to split and then mccullers got shelled I thought, well, I felt terrible for Mac. He's not going to win it, but he sold enough furniture to offset what he bet on the ten million. But I felt bad for him because he had so much stake. And then I'm thinking, now if that could happen again, if the Cougars get that far, if Baylor doesn't, I hope the Cougars do. Yeah, absolutely, no question about that. So that John, it looked really cool that event. Um, and you you have uh, you have a write up on it at gallerysports.com? I have a column on gallery sports. We had pictures of everything. It was 
Very, very interesting. I'm pretty sure. Well, I say I'm pretty sure I'll never do this again. Hell, I may be doing it in April if he wins the Final Four. Maybe so. John, it feels like to me, and we'll get to the Texans here in a second, but the Astros are so much fun to talk about. It feels like to me, like the the, the just in the aftermath of, of this World Series compared to 2017, that this one feels bigger around town. Like this one... The, the appearances of Kyle Tucker and Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman at the various academy stores had lines around the corner. There were people lining up to meet Jose Altuve the night before, sleeping outside an academy in Pasadena to, to spend 30 seconds with Jose Altuve. Jeremy Pena, by the time people are listening to this, he may be in the middle of doing it, but he's doing an appearance today at a Raising Cane's where he's working the drive through in on the Gulf freeway, that line is going to be out onto the feeder road for that raising canes. Um, it's just, you know, the parade and everything. I know the parade was great in 2017. I don't know. This one just feel these guys feel like bigger rock stars now than the 2017. And the only thing I can come up with, I have two hypotheses on this. One is that there's a more emotional tie to this team because coming out of what they came out of being universally, vilified for the sign stealing scandal has a bigger emotional connection for Astros fans than just your conventional, Hey, we rebuilt the team and they got good and they won a world series. Like it was us against the world. It wasn't that way in 2017. They were just a, a good baseball team that won the world series. My other hypothesis is that back in 2017, the other sports in town were actually pretty compelling. You know, Deshaun Watson was a, was the, you know, having a great rookie season until he got hurt. Uh, but the Texans were not out of the good graces of everybody. The Rockets had James Harden. They were intriguing. Um, I think they may have just traded for Chris Paul that offseason. So the other sports were able to take their chunk of the pie. The other two sports now are terrible, and the Astros are the gold standard, not only in this town but in their sport. Uh, I don't know. I, it's It feels like to me this is bigger. Like this team, they're bigger stars now in this town than they were back in 2017. I agree with both of what you said. To me, by far, the main one is because they've been picked on. It's like your kids in Little League get picked on by everybody, and then your son hits a home run to win the championship, and you're even, you even celebrate more. A dark cloud's been lifted from Houston because of the Tarnished Championship in 2017, and I think the fans suffered along with them. The fans wanted them to win one that was not tainted, and they saw how relieved they were Hector Neris who came there here this season from Philadelphia he talked about that knowing what it meant to the players and uh, everybody in the in the in the office and on the staff about what it meant to them after what they'd been through and I think the city feels the same way it's like it was like relief a celebration the agony of being of being vilified everywhere, and then the the exhilaration and the relief of winning. And this is, you know, this is a popular franchise. If the Texans rebounded and won the Super Bowl this year, they wouldn't. There wouldn't be this feeling that there is about the Astros because a lot of people have so many negative opinions about the Texans because of what they've been through from Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby and and where the Astros, everybody likes them. They're good guys. Nobody ever writes or broadcasts anything bad about them because they go out of their way to make sure players they bring in fit their culture. And as we talked about, culture is all about attitude. Like Luis Garcia, 
winning 15 games during mm-hmm. the season and pitching twice. Ryan Stanick, the lowest ERA in baseball, getting a cup of coffee in an 18-inning game and only pitching twice after that. So, and, then, and none of them complained at all. So I think people in Houston feel like the Astros are part of their family. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I don't entirely agree with what you said about the Texans just moving forward. Look, we're a long way off from this even being something where we can be proven right or wrong on it. I do feel like with firing Easterby, that maybe Texan fans are a little more ready to just, okay, if you start winning again, I can get behind this. But I think I think you're right in that a lot of the moves they've made and decisions they've made as an organization in the last three years have certainly heightened the threshold for where fans are willing to get back on that bandwagon. But I think if they win, if the Texans win, I don't know that it's going to come with caveats for a lot of people. I, I think people are ready to have good football in this town again. Yeah, I said this season. I don't talk yeah. about the future, just this season. Yeah, maybe so. So much negativity yeah. surrounding this franchise, including, you know, everybody wants a new quarterback. Now, if they <laughs> get a franchise quarterback and he helps them win a Super Bowl in a couple of years, everybody will go crazy. But I've never seen a team in this city, and I've been coming here since 1962, that was as beloved as the current Astros are. I think that's fair. I think it's absolutely fair. You would know. If anybody in town covering sports, John, you would have the perspective on it for sure.